welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. Um, I'm Mike, and I got my linemate Matt with me. And today we've got a special guest on our show, Piercy, longtime listener. Uh, this guy's been around since the beginning when we were probably getting five listens a week, and uh, we we brought him on the show. And uh, this isn't going to be the, the last time we're going to do this. So, uh, Piercy, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, Mike. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure. Where are you located at? I'm out in British Columbia, Canada, out in Kamloops. Okay. How did you become a Blackhawks fan? Uh, my dad raised me properly. <laughs> right from there. He was uh, part of the original six, of course, and he hated the Leafs, loved the Hawks. He was a big Stan Mikita fan. Um, uh, so he raised me that way, and pretty much from then on, 40-some-odd years now, Hawks for life. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I know you got a you got a pretty sick tattoo too, that uh, that commemorates the Hawks. You know, the past I would probably say eighteen months has been uh, a little difficult to to be a fan, but I think that it's important for the fandom to uh, embrace this team and move forward, and um, and love it for for what it is. So, um, and a prime example of that is. Oh, a prime example of that is is what happened yesterday. You know, we got a lot of guys on this team that deserve, I think, the fandom's attention. And uh, yesterday, Juju Kyra got hit, took a brutal hit from Jacob Truba. And um, you know what? If you if you look at the slow motion, I don't think that um, I don't think that Truba was looking to decapitate him. But that doesn't take away from his shoulder and elbow. No, hitting his head. And it was a scary hit, man, because they showed him laying on the floor, you know, with his eyes rolling in the back of his head. And uh, and, and that's not what, what, what hockey's about. And uh, so I want to talk about the hit, see what you guys think. And there's a couple other things that I want to I want to bring up as well. But Piercy, let's start off with the hit, man. What did you think? Whew. I mean, it's a tough one because there's so many aspects going behind that hit. I mean, he had his head down, the puck was at his feet, and then it rolled through his feet. So, I mean, yeah, obviously, I've been taught as well playing hockey, keep your head up, but sometimes you got to look down to see where the puck is. It got lost in his feet, and in the end, I think it was a dirty hit. I don't think, like you said, I don't think anything malicious behind it. Truba wasn't looking to take his head off. If you look, Truba's face is kind of looking down, kind of on a weird angle as well. Um, but he's a big guy, and he lifts up his right arm, elbow, shoulder, and kind of lunges slightly up into him, and he's knocked out before he even hits the ice. Yeah. So all the people saying it's a chest hit, shoulder to chest, shoulder to shoulder, well, you don't get knocked out from that. Right. So it was dirty. I don't think he meant to do it, um, but he's a professional. He's a big guy. He's played in the league for years. I said to somebody, Charo would have been killing people constantly just because he's big, if that's an excuse, which isn't an excuse for this. It was straight to the chin, in my opinion. What about you, Matt? Yeah, that was a good analyst. I I I, I agree with that. I mean, he it, it like like he said the the pass from Jones was almost like a grenade like pass, like yeah. nothing good was gonna come out of that pass, and and then he started coasting, and uh, I think Truba just had like blood in the water shark mentality. He just he saw it and he took advantage, and you know, and it, it didn't end well, and. It's it's hard for me to say if it was a dirty or clean. It's, it, I don't know. Like it, I don't know if you guys remember this hit reminded me of when Brian Campbell laid out R.J. Umberger 
when he was on the Sabres years ago. Yeah. And it was almost the same thing. Our Umberger went down, his head, eyes rolled back into his head, staring up at the ceiling, and you never want to see that happen. I'm glad the kid's okay. But, hey, they're not going to discipline him. So, I mean, obviously the league said it was a clean hit, but, you know, they get they get stuff wrong a lot. But uh, I, I was just happy to see Stillman, you know, avenge him. You know, like just say, "Hey, I got you, buddy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure this doesn't happen again." And, yeah, you I. Know, it, it took a rookie to do that. When we we have some vets that should have stepped up, I thought. I think that Truba didn't even come back out onto the ice until uh, Stillman was headed to the bench. He saw him, and then he went right after him. Yeah. But I want to. I I kind of want to p- push the point here, is that you know we've all played hockey. And at at no point have I ever, you know, seen somebody and thought to myself, you know, he's obviously having trouble with the puck. You know, he's got his head down. I've never, I, I don't think that guys, it doesn't mean that there's a green light to go and light somebody up. Like, I think it's the wrong thing to do. He, Truba could have easily seen that puck and poke checked it or something. He didn't, it, it, it does, I don't think that it gives you the green light when somebody's head is down to just go after them and try to, um, and try to assassinate them, man. And it, it happens and it happens a lot. And I think that it comes down to a lack of respect between players these days, because we've got a lot of guys that are putting out slew foots. And, uh, I think that that's complete bullshit. Um, we've got a lot of guys uh, out here that are, you know, think that they're given the green light when somebody's head is down to try and end somebody's career. And I think it's a, I think it's a problem. Now it could be a couple things. It could be that the, um, the, the department of player safety is completely inept in their job uh, because they get so many things wrong. I mean, it's a joke that they practically spin the wheel on disciplinary action on, on players. Nothing's being done about these slew foots. And, um, and it, it seems like there's a lack of respect between, uh, between players and just not, not caring about each other. We don't have enforcers anymore. So there isn't going to be like a Bob Probert that's going to come out and, you know, take your skull and put it in his, in his, in his, uh, in his locker at the end of the night, you know? So, what do you guys think? We'll start off with you this time, Matt. What do you think needs to be done to kind of maybe clean this up? Exactly what you just said. We need to get the enforcer back. Yeah. I think I, I think you need a guy to, I mean, look at the Rangers. They got Reeves, and look at how confident these guys are. Like, Trupa just almost killed a guy, and what what the Hawks, all they did was send a rookie at him, but can you imagine, like, Ryan Reeves can... He could pretty much protect anybody on that team. And a lot of teams, it's he's like the last of its kind. It's like that movie Goon. He's like the last <laughs> of the enforcers right now. And uh, I I think if you had a guy like that, you wouldn't see like stuff like this, like P.K. Subban doing his thing. I mean, if if like if if say that was on Patrick Kane, and we had a guy, we had like a Ryan Reeves, P.K. Subban would never do it again against this team. Yeah. If he was out patrolling, you know, but hey, they they're trying to make the game a little bit softer. So that's this is what's going to happen. Guys are going to take advantage of this stuff. Yeah, I don't like it. What about you, Piercy? Yeah, I, I mean, I love the old school hockey with the fighters, the enforcers. I mean, who didn't love Bob Probert in the Hawks jersey? 
right? But it's yeah. a new era of hockey, and they're really trying to eliminate headshots. So even if they said the league somehow says not all headshots are illegal, you knock the guy out from a headshot, in my opinion. So how do you change that? An enforcer helps, but like you said, there's not many of those guys left these days. So what does it come down to? What do they get? Suspensions or fines? So head of player safety is a joke. Yep. Um, people get a $5,000 fine. For throwing for a glove. throwing a glove. Yeah, throwing <laughs> yeah. a glove, yep. right? And then yep. you can try to smack, grab a guy by the hair and almost smash his head into the ice, a top star elite player, and you get the same thing. Yeah. So unless, and, and then you take in their salaries account, $5,000 fine is nothing, right? So it doesn't deter them. If you hit somebody and injure them, you should be out for as long as that player's injured. If it's a dirty hit, that seems more fair than the suspensions to me. I think that would That's, also clear up you guys. You got to increase it. I think that would also clear Increased up guys going in there and, and just trying to launch people. Well, that's it. I mean, it reminds me of Hosa when he got injured. Same yep, thing. Oh, you know what I mean? right. yep. yeah. Yes, right? You got to, yep. I mean, you're going to put your head down. I know you keep your head up. Come on. You, you well, got to look they, for the They put the hammer while, down on Torres, didn't they? Exactly. I think yeah. so. Didn't he get yeah. like over 10? Well, I can't remember now. It's a while back. I think yeah, something yeah, that. So they just need proper suspensions and proper fines is kind of the only thing that might deter them. I think that uh, in Torres's case was that you have to really hit Haas to get him off the ground like that because right? he, he, oh, left, he left horse. his skates. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's kind of uh, what, where they really took a look. They're like, holy smoke, you know, because I've seen guys hit Hosa and practically bounce off of him, you know. Oh, he's a beast he's of a He's an immovable yeah. force normally. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what else is a joke, though, boys? I think having a, an inf- like an, a former enforcer goon-like player running the players' department <laughs> doesn't help yeah. either. Yeah. Like I, I see no. if you put a guy like a, a Lady Bing type winner, like a guy who takes one penalty a year, like that Paul would make Korea. more sense. But Gretzky, yeah. but Gretzky yeah. in charge something of that like instead. that. Like you, George Peros, right? He, I think he's in charge. And then before he that, is. it was another goon. It's like what. These guys are doing all the things that you're finding guys for doing, and you got yeah. away with it in your day. So uh, yeah. maybe they should get somebody with Tom Wilson. With, yeah, exactly. Tom Wilson's the next one. Yeah, when he retires, yeah, after he he's retires, he'll be player yep. safety. Yeah, I think that would actually help too. Getting getting somebody with a a little bit of a different background might help. So moving on, boys. Let's do a breakdown of that uh, that Rangers game. You know, the, the, I thought that the Hawks played well. You know, the Rangers are a top team of this league, and the, and the Hawks uh, have led for you know a considerable part of of the game. And then um, and then you know it kind of I think the the juju hit really took the the wind out of their sails a bit. I think that they were I think the team was shooken up, and I don't think that they were able to kind of. Um, really get their heads back into the game, especially watching him getting stretchered off the way that he that he did, you know. And I know that he's a very well a very well liked guy in the locker room. I, I've heard that he's he's really uh, there's a lot of camaraderie and there, and he's really he gets along with everybody. So I'm sure you know that has something uh, you know to do with it. But um, it didn't seem like they were able to get to get it together after that. And then the third period came. And then, um, you know, they got those two goals within, I think it was like seven minutes or something like that. And then the game was, was pr- practically done. So, um, so Piercy, what did you think of the effort and the outing between uh, the, the Hawks against the Rangers? 
I liked it. I mean, they are. I'd, I've been kind of wondering why the Rangers haven't been top of the league for a few years, and I think they might be putting it together now. If their young stars start rocking it, look out. Uh, but no, I think we were happy. I th- honestly thought we should have won the first game we played against them. I agree. And it's like we had bad, bad post luck in that game that came back to haunt us after having great post luck against Washington. But yeah, no, I think we played really well against them. That first game, I think we should have won. And then that last game, as soon as um, Kara got hit, I mean, well, yeah, it just kind of the wheels fell off. We were even after the first period. Shots were even. We were up by a goal. Everything was looking good. Um, I still don't like that first goal in the early minutes oh. of the games. But thankfully, Gus, <laughs> thankfully, Gus, which I'll probably never say again, um, yeah. <laughs> tied it up within the first yeah. two minutes. Do you know what I mean? So I think, no, I think we played great against the Rangers. Um, they're, they're going far, I think, this year. Um, we held them off the board. We were doing good. It just fell apart after an injury like that, like you said. You're not getting back from that. You know, you want Matt, a retribution, but unfortunately, it doesn't normally work out that way when somebody, like you said, gets stretchered off the ice. Right. You know, Matt, when, you know, the Hawks played the Rangers loss, went right, right back to the Islanders, another tough game, and then they won. And it, it seems like this team is becoming consistent, meaning that what they're putting out is consistent with, you know, game to game um, who they're playing. So, you know, sometimes some uh, some teams play down to the talent of the other team, but it seems like the Hawks are are playing everybody tough. And, you know, they've been winning some games. How do you see them, you know, moving forward within the next five games? I think they got to keep the keep the pace going. I think it was, hey, it was two to one after the second. We were beating those guys. And uh, Kirby Doc, he, you know, he scored. Good to get him back on the board. He's got to get hot. And we obviously we need Taser to get hot. We need him to start scoring some goals. But like Piercy said, we're still giving up that dreaded first minute goal almost. It seems like almost every game now. It's like, come on, we got to really buckle down and stop that from happening. Yeah. And, hey, I thought Flower was good last night too. I mean, that third period, like after that hit, yeah, it was it was still a close game, a very winnable game. Flower made a big save shorthanded, and I thought, oh man, he's gonna yeah, he steal did. this. We're gonna we're gonna win this game. But I'll tell you what, man, the the bread man, he I don't know what it is when he plays against the Hawks, he elevates his game, man. He just so impressive. And uh, I'm you know what I I love the guy. He's just a great player, great talent. And like Nick said uh, on the uh, FHN, he said that. They're doing great right now, the Rangers, and Zibanejab is hasn't even scored a goal in a long time. So once he gets going, man, look out. That team's going to be scary good. But back to the Hawks, I'd like to just see them, you know, we're playing the Canadians tomorrow. That's that's a must-win game, boys. We, we got to get a win, and uh, they got to come out flying. We got to get the first goal in the first minute and then make them chase us the whole game. We got to just put the gas pedal down and just – keep pouring on goals because we're not even we're playing Jake Allen probably so we're not playing Kerry Price he, even though he's starting to skate again he's an elite goalie but I this is a must win the Hawks gotta make a statement after the loss to the Rangers in all honesty I don't know how they go into Montreal and don't walk out with a win yeah you, you gotta score like six seven goals just get the offense exploded and get these these guys some confidence. I'd like to see Taves get his first goal tomorrow. It would be huge. Yeah, it would. It'd be nice to see Kubalik start scoring as well. 
There's another guy that's just snake bit. Yeah, it's good to see Doc though. He got on the board and so. Matt, let's go over some NHL news. Well, like I just said, uh, Carey Price is skating again, and that's good to see. You know, he took that time uh, to get his health right mentally and probably physically. He's probably had a long grind, and good to see. Uh, good to see him back. He he can root for that guy. He's just a great guy. Um. Let's see what else we got. We got Mitch Marner is out for three to four weeks, which is kind of a kind of a blow for that team. You know, he's he's like the caner, I think, of that team, and they got like the uh, Matthews being like the sniper, kind of like Taves or in his early, you know, his early years, he was scoring more than Caner. I'd say more like Debrinket nowadays. Yeah, yeah. And the big news for me last night, other than that big hit. Uh, Zegris man on the Ducks went for the Michigan goal, but you know what? He changed his mind and he gave him the Michigan pass. We've never seen that, and Milano buried it. And I I watched that like 13 times in a row last night before I went to bed. And then his reaction was even better. He goes, "No way that just happened. Like no yeah. way that happened. It, it was so cool to see." And he's he's a freaking young rookie. So this Ducks team, man, they got some. Young guys coming up, and it's exciting for them because I had them pick like pretty much last in the Pacific, and they're they're playing well. They're playing very well. I think we both did. Piercy, what's your uh, what's your perspective on the Pacific the division over there? Uh, better than I think people thought. <laughs> Obviously, uh, it's going to be a long way to go to see what come playoff time. But yeah, I never expected the Ducks to be anywhere close to what they're doing. LA's not bad. Uh, speaking of LA, biting, that's a bit of news in the NHL. How'd you like that? The bites by Kachuk. Or not by Kachuk, oh, sorry, the bites Lemieux. on Kachuk. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, Mew the biting bite. him. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the Pacific's interesting. Um, I don't watch them a lot, funnily enough, but uh, except for that, I don't know, the Flames are good too, though. A bit of a surprise there. Yeah. It's yeah, when you got a really surprising. good, solid coach. It's that coaching. Edmund and Calgary, the Battle of Alberta is going to be incredible. Even though they're out here, I don't watch them because it starts later. I love the Hawks starts when I'm living in the West Coast because they start yeah. at 4.35 o'clock, right? Oh, man, <laughs> yeah, that's great. awesome. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. perfect. I mean, I lived in England for 10 years, so I had the worst time starts. So that was 1 o'clock, <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning. And that was 2010 and 2013 Cup wins were in England. So I spent my time watching late games, so it's nice to catch some early ones now. But yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yes. I don't, honestly, I don't even... Right, and I don't, I don't know what the Pacific's going to finish. I think it's all a little bit odd to begin. If you look at the standings, I mean, even even in our conference, who is going to think that Minnesota, St. Louis, Nashville were going to be the top three? So I think I think things will kind of even out a little bit later on in the season. I think a few teams are excelling a bit further than they should be, but yeah, we'll it's see. the Flames and Oilers for me for the Pacific. It's their who's ever you know going to win more games at the yeah. end. I guess and the Oilers. But. Oilers goaltending and just, I don't know. I don't trust it personally, but I'm not a huge Oilers fan. If you really think about it, it. you look at Calgary and who's to say that they don't take Edmonton? They could. Honestly, I've heard a lot of people saying that. I've heard people saying Calgary has a better overall team, especially on playoffs. I mean, look at the way they play that defensive coach. Yep. Killer goaltending. Yep. Yeah. Maybe dangerous. Yeah, Markstrom is blanking everybody too, and yeah, good goalie. How many good goalie five will shut down. Already? I think he's at five or six. Yeah, it's scary. It's December. 
so you never know. Yeah, he right. can get real hot again. The way that they play. Do you guys remember when he was uh, Sutter was coaching the Kings the first year? Yeah, I think Quick sure had do. like ten shutouts. Yeah, and he, he lost. He lost ten games, one to nothing. So that wow. it could have went the other level. way. He was on another oh, level that year. He well, was I think quick that system. He's playing again him. or something. Yeah, I really like this. He's still going. I really like this helmet. How he had like that crown on, yeah. on the helmet. I thought that was really cool. Well, that system definitely benefited quick. And yeah, now did. look at it's benefiting Markstrom, and he's already a great goalie. And uh, he, he he's going to be a Vesna finalist for sure. The way he's going. Hey, Piercy, I got a question for you, man. You know. Obviously, there's a lot of talk about Seth Jones. And if you look at the point production, he's at 22 points. Adam Fox is at 27. And, uh, you know, there's a, a few guys in between them. Do you think that maybe maybe Seth Jones should be in the Norris conversation? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I think I, I do. If he keeps us up, 100%. I mean, everybody was hating on this guy. All the time. He's lost it. He's gone. He's washed up. His analytics are bad. Blah, blah, blah. What's he doing? He's yeah. proven everybody wrong as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Even if somebody looked at his analytics now and said they're off, you got to watch them. Watch the game. Yep. I've, I don't think I've focused on one defenseman in this, this many times or this focus on one guy for so long. He's incredible to watch. He skates it up. He moves. He can, he can do it all. And I'm even more blown away than before we got him. I wanted him. Not happy about the contract, right? But whatever, get over it. He's exactly. a great player, and you need one of those. You need a defenseman like that to be a solid team. So Norris Trophy isn't even something I considered when we got him. I just wanted a solid defender. But now, right. if he keeps us up, if he keeps it up, great. I mean, McCabe was another guy I thought was going to be awesome, and he's finally turned his game around. He's being that stay-at-home, boring defenseman that a team needs. Yep. Yeah. And I wish he was around last night and McCabe, missing McCabe and Murphy, sorry, on um, last yep. night. When it started getting rough, those both those guys can lay people out. Yeah. And I oh, still but, wanted them out there just to start dropping people last night after that, yep. that game. But he's got a mean streak. He looks like he, he sure does. He looks like I wouldn't mess with him. that guy when he's mad. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, not even close. And both those guys will drop hits. And it's, it's a shame they weren't there. We don't have enough toughness. Yeah, once we, in a while, we, but we I do think, need toughness. We do, but we've, we're hitting more than we ever have. So, but you know, I no, anyways, I'm happy with McCabe. Jones, I, I saw the brink if he more. keeps it up. Same here. He ran Truba. I, I think yeah. it was Truba. It looked like it was just running into the screen, but what he was going he? into the five, corner ten? to take a hit. Five nine. Five eight. Honestly, he's hitting more the than the to me. Guys. Yeah, he's five eight. Yeah, five eight. He reminds Jeez. me of Hosa, so he does, but not as big, so he can be that horse, but has slightly better hands. I mean, it, to bring it with a bigger body, they host his body, they'd be the replicas. His defensive game has turned around incredible. It has. He's up and down the ice. Like He'll he fight does both too. Things. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big Debrinket fan. I thought that he was an absolute steal when we got him. Uh, you know, there the was Gordy a lot of Howe talk that. Oh yeah, there's a lot of talk about him because, you know, they were they said that his numbers were going to go down after uh, uh, Connor McDavid got drafted. And his numbers actually went up with McDavid gone. And uh, and then obviously he got drafted by the Hawks and it's 
um, you know, I, I thought, I'm like, man, this is going to be another steal like, uh, like, like Panarin was, like the, bre- like the Breadman was, and it was. Um, but I, I think that he's a great player. I love how he hits guys. Um, he's like a little badger out there, you know, yeah. like you don't want to. mini mini Haas. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. A, like a smaller version of, uh, I don't know, because Haas wouldn't fight, and, and Dabrinkit will throw the gloves down. That's true. So, um, yeah, that's true. I don't think Haas I, ever I fought. I still anyway. would rather have Breadman. Sorry, I love the cat, but uh, no, I'm not just me. watching the Breadman. He's just phenomenal. He He's like a Peter Forsberg. Tamu Solani rolled into one. That's just, he's so good, man. He's so good with the puck. He, he just is always in the right spot, it seems like. I'd rather have the cat. I'd rather just have both. Yeah, that'd be nice. We could have. Both. They both we had could've. Hawks jerseys. Yeah. We could have. Yeah, I didn't think that they knew that they were, they were going to be able to get Seabrook's contract off the books. No. And we couldn't afford and Panarin. Keith, yeah. And, I mean, if you knew your, if you, well... And Crow. They, you don't know if Crow's going to retire or Shaw. And what? They, we cleared up a lot of space. I, I think he would have been cheaper if we gave him an extension. Say we paid him like Seth Jones money at the time, like $9 million for eight years. Maybe yeah. it would have been like, oh, man, this is high. But in two years, it would have been like, oh, man, this is a good deal. Look at like Jack Hughes just got this money. You know what I mean? And he's Panarin's a top ten player in the league. Yeah, just it's painful to see, man. And the Rangers are it so is. lucky to have him. Yeah, to be and honest with you, I don't, I don't see them winning games without him. No, no, I don't think no. so either. No, I, I, he scored all four points. I don't know. Well, that was the first game. I think he had three points. Yeah, and he then did. Three, three this, in both he, games. He, he had four yesterday. I think he finished. Yeah, he, he had four. two oh, yeah, assists I forgot and they two scored goals at the end there too. Yeah, and yes, he had seven points just, in two games. That's amazing. And it's just almost like an, a big F you to the Hawks. Like, yep, that's what happens when you let me go. So, But if we it, kept them, like, it would have been like the Leafs. We would have had, like, what, three yeah. players over $10 million. Yeah. Would have started getting nifty then. I don't think he would have made that at the time. Kane, I think he would have yeah. 100%. I don't think so. That's yeah. why he really left don't. Columbus is because he wanted it. Yeah. I think, I think Colorado offered him 12 money. Yeah, they did. They offered him more, I think, than New York, but he wanted the Can you the imagine him and McKinnon on the same freaking line? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. Pa- you know, you, you don't know what it's like uh, not having to eat pasta. You, you, you never know if... Uh, you never <laughs> yeah, know. You can have a bag of chips. Yeah, at the, at the bre- you know, we're talking yeah, about the nice. bread man here. He's bringing the gluten. Right? And, uh, He's McKinnon bringing the carbos. <laughs> <laughs> the gluten man. The gluten man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The G-man. Yeah, the G-man. <laughs> Well, cool boys. Matt, you got anything else, man? No, man. I'm, let's go, Hawks. We're playing the Canadians. Must win tomorrow. Must win. Right. I, I think I'm we Canadian. should put Flurry, put Flurry in net. Get him his 500th win. I think it's a great chance for him to get it and then not worry about it ever again because I'm sure he's thinking about it. Like, I got to get this 500th win. I, I got to get it done. What do you got, so. Piercy? See, Panarin. See, sorry, the bread man got 500 points last night. Of course. Instead of Flurry getting the 500 the win, we give it to Panarin instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Canadian. I hate the Canadians and the Leafs. So both those teams, I get no no time for them. So we're going to roll over <laughs> Montreal tomorrow night. I'd like to see Taze yeah. actually open it up tonight. Or finally, he's going to get like a hat trick when he finally scores. I, I yeah. hope so, man. I hope so. Oh, my gosh. He needs to do something. Yeah, I mean, he's just, yeah. Someone's got to tell him to shoot. He's just Stop out there. worrying about the pass. Just shoot the puck. Yeah. Who cares? Shoot yeah. it. Shoot it from the bench. Do whatever you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, all right, everybody. 
we uh, that's all that we got for you tonight. Thanks a lot. Be sure to uh, be sure to hit subscribe if you haven't hit subscribe. We'd really appreciate it, and we'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.